What is going on guys? It's Steve and I'm back with another solo episode and today we're going to talk about some teams on the verge of a rebuild. My first team that I think is really within a year or two of really knocking everything down and starting all over is the Atlanta Falcons. One of the main reasons why I have this opinion of the Falcons is because, you know, after the Super Bowl, they never really got back to where they were. We saw the struggles offensively last year, and the defense just hasn't been healthy enough to kind of produce the numbers that the team is expecting, which is really causing them to have a lot of unsuccessful seasons. The division that they're in definitely doesn't help Falcons' cause of trying to put together some sustainable success, but it doesn't help with an aging quarterback and all these injuries happening at the wrong time as well. We know that Julio Jones is one of, if not the greatest receivers in the league, if not all time, but outside of Julio Jones, what can you really argue over the past couple of years? I mean, now with Todd Gurley there, you can really have some hope that with Calvin Ridley, Todd Gurley, and Julio Jones, that that can be a top five offense. But Matt Ryan is in his mid-30s, and I think that we're going to see a team like the Falcons take a direction like the Packers did in choosing to draft a young quarterback sooner than we would all assume. I mean, let's just look at the core that they're surrounding Matt Ryan with. We saw the acquisition of a trade getting a young star in Hayden Hurst from the Ravens. That was for uh, draft picks that could have really, you know, shaped the future. But if they're finding their guys that are already in the league and already proven, I agree with the moves. But at the same time, you also have to learn to be a little realistic with yourself. And that's where I'm going to get into the next team. Because I think this team falls in a very similar category to the Atlanta Falcons, and that's the Detroit Lions. If the Falcons and the Lions had control over Matt Ryan and Matthew Stafford's careers, I'm sure that they would extend them and want to build championship teams around them. But, you know, there's just a lot of instances in the NFL where you do run out of time and, and careers end a lot shorter than people would assume. And just for a guy like Matthew Stafford, look at all the injuries that he's suffering over the course of, you know, the years since he's been drafted as the first overall pick for the Lions. With the exception of Calvin Johnson, he really hasn't had the talent around them offensively or defensively, you know, to say that that team is a contender in the division, forget about in the league. And I believe that the Lions front office is really growing tired with Matt Patricia and the general manager Quinn if they can't translate to success. We've seen the Lions over the years try to address running the football with the additions of Carryon Johnson even before him, Theo Riddick was there. And now drafting DeAndre Swift, they're really making the running game a focal point. But on top of the running game, it's a matter of having a consistent group of O-linemen that are going to be healthy and can keep Matt Stafford on his feet we know what Marvin Jones and Kenny Galladay can do when they're playing at their absolute best but if they don't have Matt Stafford there they won't be able to play at their absolute best the Lions direction on defense also gets really confusing because you have a guy like Darius Slay who wasn't asking for 20 million dollars on a return for a contract but they also couldn't keep their guy so it's just very contradicting and crazy at the same time because these teams kind of determine and these individual players careers another team that I believe is on the verge of a rebuild that has kind of been trying to do this for a couple of years but hasn't gained any traction is the New York Jets I know that a lot of people believe that Sam Donald is the future 
but I'm still not sold on that. And I don't know if the blame is necessarily to shift to Adam Gase or the dysfunction in the Jets front office or Greg Williams' ego for probably wanting to run the team his own way rather than obeying to another coach. But I think this team is significantly hampering their total potential. I mean, having stars like Le'Veon Bell, C.J. Mosley, Sam Darnold was a top draft pick, Robbie Anderson just left, Leonard Williams was there, Quinnen Williams is there. I just don't understand how you can't find your guys in the middle of all of this. But this is no surprise for someone that is a Jets fan and just someone that watches football over the past couple of years because we haven't seen the Jets have success since Mark Sanchez was the quarterback. And we all know how we have our views on Mark Sanchez and what he did, and it's just kind of amazing that he could have even taken a team like the Jets to the AFC Championship. Going to the next team that has seen the AFC Championship but hasn't seen the Super Bowl is the Jacksonville Jaguars. And this is another franchise that can absolutely amaze its fans and fans all around the NFL because this is a team that had such a strong direction and did establish kind of a rebuild and then just had to tear it all down because they couldn't find ways to make things work with their players. I mean, Calais Campbell is no longer there. Jalen Ramsey is no longer there. Nick Foles is no longer there. Blake Bortles is no longer there. Telvin Smith is gone. AJ Boye, Dante Fowler Jr., Marcel Darius. These are all guys that are better than what they already have. And yeah, Gardner Minshew showed a lot of promise last year, but does that mean that we're going to see even the same Gardner Minshew? I mean, I know the expectation is that he is going to improve, but what if he doesn't? Those are scenarios as a franchise that you should be prepared for. And just listen to the amount of names I gave you as far as defensive players. Taking the amount of stars that they had, probably about five or six of them, and just removing them from that defense and still expecting to compete, those are really hard expectations to carry for yourself. Staying in the AFC South, another team that I believe is on the verge of a rebuild, and a lot of you guys might think I'm crazy, but it's the Houston Texans. I think Bill O'Brien has officially lost his mind, and I think it could get to the point where it significantly affects a guy's career like Deshaun Watson. Now, I know they've made some moves. They signed Randall Cobb. They traded for Brandon Cooks. They acquired David Johnson in the trade with DeAndre Hopkins. But it's going to take some time for those guys to all get adapted to each other. And we're talking about three guys that have been significantly affected by the injury bug throughout their career. So what's to say that they're going to stay healthy for the course of half a season? Forget about getting to a whole season. And that's just pinpointing the offensive side of the ball. We're not talking about the fact that Jadavion Clowney is no longer a member of that defense. Tyran Matthew was there for a year and didn't get a contract extension after. And as good and dominant as J.J. Watt has been, he's battled injuries the past couple of years. So I really think the Houston Texans are in a troubling spot in the division and in the NFL. And I'm really getting the impression that this could be one of the bottom of the barrel teams this year. Guys, that wraps things up for this episode. There are clearly a lot of teams around the NFL that are rebuilding and some certainly in a bunch of different directions. But these are just the five teams that I decided to focus on. Make sure you check out SinceTheSandbox.net. Check out our Instagram and leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. See you later, guys. Peace.